You're listening to the My Motivation Podcast with Ariel Friedman, where we share inspirational stories, tips, and advice for living your best life and reaching your true potential. And it all starts with a positive mindset. So come listen and get inspired. Hello, everyone. This is the first time I'm talking to you all in 2021. So happy new year to all of you. Wishing you all endless joy, happiness, love, success, good health, laughter, and all the best. If you're new to the show, welcome. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a motivating message. And if you regularly tune in, thanks for spending some time with me today. My goal for this show is to serve you in the best way possible, so if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, I'd be so appreciative if you could rate the show and leave a review. Your reviews allow me to continue to bring you inspiring content, and as a thank you for your feedback, I'll give you a special shout out in an upcoming episode. Now, something new I'll be doing that I'm really excited about is a segment called Ask Away. Now, if you have a question on all things mindset, motivation, positive thinking, or just on life in general, please DM me on Instagram at mymotivation underscore podcast or message me on Facebook at mymotivationpodcast. And if you don't already, be sure to follow me on those channels. But in upcoming episodes, I'll be answering your questions, and in your message, let me know if you'd like to remain anonymous or if you'd like me to feature a part of your name. And if there's specific topics you'd like me to make episodes on, please let me know that as well. Or if you'd just like to say hi, please send me a message and let me know where you're listening from. I truly love hearing from you all. Okay, so let's get right into today's episode. I'm so excited about the topic because it's related to a question that so many people ask, and that's, how do I become more self-confident? Now, I want you all to ponder this. Confidence isn't walking into a room thinking you're better than everyone. It's walking in not having to compare yourself to anyone at all. It's unknown to me who said these wise words, but this is what today's episode is all about. How to become more confident in all areas of our lives. And I'll let you in on a secret. Confidence doesn't grow from outperforming others. It comes from being fully focused on you. And you have everything you need right inside you to become more self-assured. In today's episode, we're going to talk through how to become more confident at work, in dating, and in yourself overall. The tips I'm going to share aren't siloed into one area and can be applied in all areas of your life. So for example, some advice I have for becoming more confident at work can be applied to becoming more confident with dating and so on and so forth. So let's start with your professional life. I love this quote. Confidence is like a muscle. The more you use it, the stronger it gets. And one way to do this is to fake it until you make it. Did you know your body language has a huge effect on how you feel? Amy Cuddy is a social psychologist, author, and speaker, and she did a popular TED Talk about how power posing can impact how you feel. Now you're probably asking yourself, what's power posing? This is a self-improvement technique where assuming various strong, confident power poses changes the hormone levels in your body by increasing testosterone, which is associated with feelings of dominance, and decreasing cortisol, which is associated with stress. These poses in turn make you feel more confident and are all about filling up as much physical space as you can. Now, some of the most well-known ones are Wonder Woman, 
where you embody this strong character, you stand with your feet shoulder width apart, your hands on your hips. Another one is where you place your hands on a desk or a chair nearby and lean slightly forward. This is good to use in various business situations because it makes you feel really powerful. And there's always and there's also the salutation, which is a wide stance pose with your where you spread your arms out wide with palms and your face lifted towards the sun. These are just a few of the many poses you can do, but you can do these before an interview, giving a presentation, before a tough conversation, or really anytime you need a burst of confidence. If you give these a try, take a picture of yourself and tag me at mymotivation underscore podcast on Instagram or on Facebook at mymotivationpodcast. I'd love to see all you guys in these poses. And if you do try them out, let me know if they work for you. One of the simplest things you can do to boost your confidence, though, is the mere act of smiling. It's a powerful form of facial feedback that signals to your brain that you're happy, which makes you feel less stressed, happier, and more confident. Placing a pencil horizontally in between your teeth forces you into smiling and has similar effects to the act of smiling and is something that's so subtle and easy to do at your desk. Body language, as you can see, is key to becoming more confident and goes hand in hand with the way you hold yourself and how you speak. Even if you don't feel sure of yourself, fake it till you make it. Give off the persona of someone who's confident. Think of it as playing a role if that helps. Sit or stand up straight, talk in a calm, assured tone. Exuding confidence will impact how others see us, and they're more likely to find us credible, be invested in what we have to say, and believe in our message when we are perceived as confident and strong. Dance has always been a big part of my life, and this very concept goes back to everything we're taught as kids when preparing for a performance. My dance teachers would always say, if you mess up, just keep going. The audience doesn't know the dance, so they won't know you made a mistake. The only way the audience would know is if you showed the slip-up in your face and froze. The same goes for exuding confidence in the workplace. If you don't let them see you sweat, they won't know that you are. One thing that can rob us of our confidence at work is when we get negative feedback. I'm sure many could relate to this situation. Our manager gives us 10 positive pieces of feedback and one constructive one on something we could improve on. And rather than pat ourselves on the back and feel good about all the things we're doing well, we harbor on that one negative piece of feedback and get down on ourselves. While constructive feedback is essential to our professional development and is something we should be working on, don't let all your other positive reviews go to the wayside. Allow yourself the ability to feel proud of your accomplishments and focus on your strengths, not your weaknesses, and on what you can do rather than what you can't do. Your weaknesses are someone else's strengths, so you don't have to excel in every aspect. Remember, you were hired at your job for a reason. Your employer believes in you, so you need to believe in yourself and know that you can deliver. If you're someone that struggles with this, I challenge you to make a list of all of your work successes and refer back to them whenever you need a jolt of self-assurance. One common fear that so many people share, myself included, is public speaking. One trick I do before a big speech or interview is repeat several mantras to myself. So let's say I have a big presentation coming up. Here's a few mantras um, that I would say before. This is going to be the best speech I've ever given. They're going to be 
impressed by what I have to say. I'm going to speak clearly and eloquently. I'm calm, cool, and collected. Or if I have a major interview, here's a few mantras that are my go-tos. I'm going to make a positive impression on the hiring manager. They're going to be impressed by my skills and experiences. I'm going to know the answers to all their questions. This mini pep talk will make you feel instantly less stressed and more confident. It works for me every time. A lot of times we feel nervous to speak in front of others because our insecurities rise to the forefront. We're worried about being judged or laughed at, but it's so important to remember that your audience is focusing on the message you're delivering rather than you in particular. So now let's switch gears from our professional life to our personal one. How to become more confident in dating is always the million dollar question. Here's my number one answer. Know your self-worth. Arguably, one of the most important relationships you can have is with yourself. Love yourself. You're absolutely amazing. And if no one has told you recently, you're one of a kind, extremely talented, smart, beautiful, handsome, and can accomplish anything you set your mind to. Love yourself, and as I've said in previous episodes, like attracts like. The way you feel about yourself is what you'll be attracting in the people you date. And promise me one thing, never settle for anything less than you deserve. I guarantee you'll find everything you're looking for and more. Affirmations are a great way to give yourself a pep talk before a date. Look in the mirror and tell yourself how amazing you are. Examples of some that are great to say are, I'm beautiful or I'm handsome, I'm special and one of a kind, I'm a catch and have so much to offer, and I'm confident and so much fun to be around and talk to. And if you're someone that gets the first date jitters and gets a lot of anxiety and nerves before a date, say to yourself, I'm cool, calm, and collected. Once you say this to yourself, you'll be amazed at how much calmer you really feel. It truly works wonders. Now, some people may be thinking, well, what if I don't believe these things about myself? Well, affirmations are a great way to start planting the seeds of self-love, and the more you say them, the more you'll start to believe them. One mantra I apply to every aspect of my life is, what's meant for you won't miss you. Now, if you're someone that gets really nervous before dates because you're worried you'll say the wrong thing or that the person you're on the date with won't be able to reciprocate your feelings, never forget that what's meant for you won't miss you. No matter what, if you're meant to be with that person, nothing will stop the universe from making that happen. This hopefully puts you at ease and takes out the worry knowing that what's meant to be will be. Now, another way to build confidence is focusing on you and developing yourself to be the best version of yourself that you can be. Follow your passions, do more of what it is that you love to do, and this will ultimately make you all the more attractive and interesting and give you so much material to talk about on dates. This is also so important because you need to have a good sense of your identity before jumping into a relationship because you don't want to lose or give up who you are once you start getting serious with someone. Your relationship shouldn't be solely how you define yourself, and I believe the best relationships are the ones where each person has their own lives but then can come together and enrich one another's life for the better. Although relationships require sacrifice, the one thing you shouldn't compromise on is you. Remember that. 
Now, some more lighthearted confidence pick-me-ups you can do are playing pump-up music, you know, those songs that get you excited and ready to go, and wearing what you feel most beautiful or confident in. Dress for yourself, not what you think the person you're going on a date with would want you to wear. So if you never wear high heels, it may not be the best idea to wear them on a first date. Choose something that is you, and you in turn will shine through. Now before I share my next tips, I just want to caveat by saying that the following are for when we can, of course, safely socialize in public places again. And so with that being said, even the activity that you're doing on a date can have an effect on your confidence levels. To some, the idea of going on a dinner date is so daunting because it can feel like an interview. You're sitting at a table across from one another, only looking at each other, and when you're meeting someone for the first time, this can be really intimidating and uncomfortable, especially if the conversation isn't flowing as easily as you'd like. One way to get around this, though, is to sit either adjacent or perpendicular to one another, so you're not solely focused on each other, and if there are awkward silences, it's easier for you to shift your gaze more outwardly in a more natural way. And if you're someone who's more shy and you don't want to solely rely on a conversation to carry the date, think about doing an activity with a lot of external stimuli to shift the focus outside the two of you. For example, do something active like take a walk, do a picnic in a park, go to a museum, or go to a bar with board games. This will do wonders in not only breaking the ice, but can allow for great conversation starters and will let you learn more about your date and what they like in a fun, lighthearted way. Now, one of the biggest confidence killers that comes along with putting yourself out there is rejection. It's a punch to our ego, and no one likes to feel like they're not desired. The key, though, is to change your perception of it. As hard as it might be, don't take it personally. If they're not interested in continuing to see you, it's in no way, shape, or form a reflection of the person you are. It just means that you both weren't the right fit for each other. And you should be grateful that they let you go because now you're one step closer to finding the person that is right for you. The closed doors are just as important as the open ones because they guide your steps down the path you're supposed to venture down. And remember, dating is a two-way street. You're choosing them as much as they're choosing you. So before a date, instead of worrying if they'll like you, focus on if you'll like them and if they're really the best partner for you. The same goes for job interviews. You're interviewing the company for fit as much as they're interviewing you. You're in the driver's seat of your life. So we've talked about how we can be more confident at work and in dating. Now, how can we become more confident overall? Well, for starters, the tips I've provided are universal and can be applied to all areas of your life. They're not just specific to work and dating, but here are some more. Make failure your friend and do something that scares you every day. Fear is the thief of all dreams, and a lot of times what we worry about either never comes to fruition or is way worse in our heads. All too often, we're the ones standing in our own way, so take a hold of that fear and show it who's boss. If you can learn to not let fear take power of you, you'll see there's no limiting forces over your life, and you'll have so much newfound confidence to take on any challenge. One way we can do this is to step outside of our comfort zones. I did an episode called Want to Change Your Life? Do This. 
I go into detailed steps you can take to become more comfortable with the uncomfortable and stepping out of our self-imposed limitations, so be sure to check that out. There's a lot of helpful advice in there, and I share my own personal story with doing that as well. Another tip that I love is reminding yourself of all of your past accomplishments as well as all of the obstacles you overcome. Write down a list of them and refer back to them whenever you need some reassurance. You've overcome a lot and all those experiences just make you stronger. Draw strength from them and know that if you got through that, you can get through anything. As they say, grow through what you go through. And lastly, use visualization to boost your confidence. A lot of athletes do this when they're training for a big game or event. Interestingly, when an athlete visualizes a successful competition, for example, they stimulate the same regions of their brain as they would when they're physically performing that same action. Isn't that incredible? It really is a powerful tool for achieving success. You too can implement the same type of mental conditioning. Picture yourself exuding confidence and visualize whatever event you're worried about going exceptionally well. And I'm telling you, it will because what you focus on is what you'll bring into your life. It'll feel as though that event actually took place and will give you a sort of muscle memory, if you will. Think of visualization as a dress rehearsal. If you can see it, you can feel it, and you will do it. I really hope you found value in what I've shared today, and if something really spoke to you, let me know. It truly makes my day when I hear from you. You can reach out on Instagram at mymotivation underscore podcast or on Facebook at mymotivationpodcast. And don't forget to send me your questions you're looking for guidance or advice on, and I'll answer them in upcoming episodes. I'm really looking forward to hearing from you all. And if you know someone that's struggling with their confidence, please share this episode with them. This could be exactly what they need to hear, and you have the power to make a positive difference in someone's life. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a motivating message. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please leave me a review. I truly love hearing your feedback. Thank you all so much for tuning in. I know how busy life can get, so I appreciate you spending some time with me today. I love you all so much, and I'll talk to you soon. I hope you found motivation in this message, and if you did, please share it with someone who needs to hear it and subscribe. Hope you keep this find top of mind, and always stay inspired. Love you guys, and thank you so much for listening.